Welcome to the Banking on Business podcast presented by Horicon Bank. Banking on Business is aimed at helping entrepreneurs grow their business with practical strategies you can start using today. We are all about engaging our local business community and connecting with other small businesses to raise each other up. Hosted by yours truly, Grace Bruins, marketing officer at Horicon Bank, turned podcaster, at least for the next 20 minutes. Welcome to the Banking on Business podcast. Today, we are talking about training. An employee that's well-trained and well-prepared is going to be far more effective and confident in their role than one that's not. But how do you create a consistent training program when each employee has a different personality? That's where our expert on the topic of training comes in. Welcome, Carrie Murphy, to the Banking on Business podcast. Thanks for having me, Grace. Carrie, you are the retail training officer at Horicon Bank. What does that title mean? Well, uh, it's my job to primarily train universal bankers. That's that's my day job. <laughs> um, so those are the people who open new accounts, service them, the ones you sit at the desk with and, and open your CD or whatever you're doing. Um, I also work with a team of other retail trainers. So we are responsible for the front line. Your tellers and your UBs, we you know, do some, that's like branch managers to fall in there. So the people, when you walk in the door, they're the ones that greet you, that assist you in your daily banking activities. Um, so there's a teller trainer on our team and as well as some other, um, other ladies who tackle that task. Um, and then we have a group of field trainers too. I'm sure you'll talk about this some point in this show, but I mean, turnover and people moving in and out and transferring and all that is rapid right now. So um, we have a lot of new people starting. (laughs) So we need help out in the field as well with training those new tellers and having those experts for them. Um, So that that's our team. That's what I do. We we teach people how to do their jobs. So you teach people what buttons to push, but then also you're giving them uh, a training on the culture of your organization as well. Yep. We have a very specific culture at Horcom Bank that I'm very proud to be a part of. Um, and that makes it easy to train it. But we do things a certain way. We are, uh, we care about our customers and uh, we teach that every single day and how we interact and how we do things. So it is way more than just pushing the buttons, although that's extremely important, um, especially with compliance and banking and everything what it is. But more than that, yeah, we're teaching them uh, how to be Horcom bankers. Anybody can teach someone how to be a banker, but it's different to teach them how to be a Horcom banker. So that's what we do. All right. And I'm sure that that gets complicated when you start talking about different personalities and wanting to make sure that your customers get the same experience from each different type of personality that you've got working for you. So that's a topic we're going to dive a little bit deeper into. But first, Carrie, I want our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So I am going to do a rapid fire intro to the expert. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. Where did you grow up? Eden, Wisconsin. And what was the worst job that you've ever had? <laughs> I've had really good jobs. I'm pretty lucky. I guess, uh, like, I work concessions and, um, you know, like dealing with, like, hot dogs and hamburgers is not my favorite thing in the world. That's probably the worst part of it, but that's even not that bad. I'm pretty blessed. <laughs> All right. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been training employees at Work on Bake? Um, it's been on and off, uh, at least part-time for eight or nine years. So you've got experience doing that. What is the best part of what you do every day? It is getting to know my coworkers. I know what almost everyone, I can walk into any branch and, and, you know, we can have rapport and laugh and, 
you know, enjoy seeing each other. And that goes for every branch, for every department, um, all the back office folks, um, go visit them in their cubicles and we all know each other. And that's my most favorite thing. And what's your favorite dessert? Oh, is all of them an option? (laughs) It's always an option. Anything my mother, Nancy, makes is definitely my favorite. Okay. She's the bomb. I thought I thought an Eden girl would say Kelly's Country Creamery well, ice Well, I cream. mean, close second, but you got to go with your mom. You do. Yeah. You do. Mom comes first. <laughs> That's fair. So, Carrie, before we head into our topic today of understanding personality types and how that affects a successful training program, let's go into our marketing minute. Let's do it. All right. Carrie, you probably train people on how to deal with customer complaints, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you've ever handled it quite this way. So did you know that medicine companies were getting too many complaints about the effectiveness of their medicine until they intentionally made them taste bad? So people thought it worked better because it was tougher to get down and complaints disappeared. Wow. I did not know that. That's genius. It's genius. Our brains are so silly. (laughs) It's incredible. Yeah. It's like, this tastes good. It must not be helping. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Make it taste bad. I feel wonderful. (laughs) Genius. Genius. (laughs) All right. Let's get into our topic for today. So, Carrie, how do you define a personality type? Well, Grace, I decided to Google this. Okay. Because I I didn't know what to say. Yeah. And uh, so I needed a little help. But a personality is the combination of characteristics or qualities that form an individual's distinctive character. So it's what makes you, you. What makes you, you. And there are lots of different types of personality tests out there. So is there a specific one that you prefer? So I've done like the Myers-Briggs. That's good. The DISC, the one where you become a color, um, all of those. My favorite's the Enneagram by far. It might be like a little woo-woo for some people, but it is so incredibly accurate. And uh, I love that it tells you how to coexist with other personality types. It kind of tells you who you could have some trouble with, who you're really going to mesh well with, and how to handle those types of things. Not that it's 100% or anything like that, Mm -hmm. um, but that's been my favorite test that I've taken. So how would you describe your personality type then? Well, for you Enneagram folks out there, I'm the ninest nine of all the nines. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's the peacemaker. Anyone who would know me, I do not enjoy conflict. I um, avoid that as much as possible. I just want everyone to get along and have a good time. And that's really fun most of the time until, you know, you just you need to get stuff done occasionally mm-hmm. and you have to be confrontational or direct. <laughs> and um, that uh, so it's not always all sunshine and roses. That's not how life works. And that's how I would prefer it to be. But <laughs> it's not. So um yeah, I'm a nine. I like harmony, peace. I love everyone getting along. I love everyone on the same team, reaching a goal together, you know, not putting each other down, anything like that. And um, yeah, that's me. hundred and million percent. <laughs> when you take a personality test, do you, even though it's your own personality, this is me, I should know me the best. Do you still find yourself surprised by the results? I do. And the color one, is that the, I'm not sure which test that is, but I fully expected to be the orange outgoing, like, Mm -hmm. 
And then I ended up being like the blue, very feelings in my feels person. And I, I was shocked by that. And even going through those tests, it can be hard. Like, this is how I would like to react to the situation, but I'm pretty sure this is what I actually do. To answer those questions honestly can be a, a little tough. Um, swallow your pride a little bit once in a while, but to actually, yeah, then to find out that you are very different than you perceive yourself, that kind of self-awareness is really important because <laughs> how you're coming out in the world might not be what, what you think is happening. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's self-awareness, I think, is exactly how you want to describe it. It's understanding how you're going to react to a situation. And I think when you know your typical reaction, especially if it's not a good one, <laughs> you could start to work on um, focusing on your strengths in that situation. And, and if this isn't the way I want to react, how can I do better in the future? So do you include personality testing in your training program at Horcon Bank? I don't. Okay. And I think I should. <laughs> it's so valuable to know where you're at. And I, if it's nobody's ever done one before and the first opportunity they get to do one is training with me, perfect. Like what a good chance to have people help learn about themselves. So that's something I will very much consider or some point in our training we should for sure. Um, I know like when I've been in a branch, we've done that type of thing as a group. Um, but, but that was one, you know, one, one small group of people. So more organization wide, I think would be super helpful. Yeah. Yeah, so not necessarily formally, but there are maybe some managers who do it on their own yeah. kind of better understand their employees. Yep. So if a training program doesn't currently have personality testing or skills testing as part of their program and, you know, the organization doesn't intend to add it, how can a training team identify personality types so that they can better train new employees? Getting to know the person you're training uh, as much as you can on a professional level, of course, um, before you get started, you know, just find out about them a little bit and, uh, what are they looking forward to? What are they expecting from your training? And people, uh, will, they'll tell you, they're going to be like, I, um, am nervous about this. I I'm scared. I don't think I can do it. Or they're going to tell you, I'm just going to tell you like it is. If I don't get it, I'll tell you. Pe people will let you know. Um, and if they don't, you learn pretty quick <laughs> once you're, um, showing them the ropes and, um, you get to learn who they are, but it's just important for you to listen and, and show genuine interest in the person that you're working with and, and getting to know what their personality is. Sure. So how does personality type affect the way that you train employees? So it can range from me having to be a major hype girl <laughs> um, for those who may not have the confidence to do what they're there for. We don't put people in positions they're not ready for. And I don't often fail <laughs> with trainees. And I always tell people that you're there. You're here for a reason, even if you don't feel like it right now. So there's that constant reassurance. And with that type of personality, a lot of times, unfortunately, it just takes time. And you have to do it right 100 times until you really feel like you can actually do it. Um, so yeah, major hype and then just time and practice and practice and practice. Um, and then, uh, the, there's a personality type that does come in and think they think they know it, the overconfidence, and that needs to be trained in a different way too. It's, uh, um, I appreciate someone who, who feels good about themselves and, and knows they're in the right place. Um, but you have to let them go once in a while. And again, we're in a test environment where 
off stage. It's just them and I usually. And they they are pretty sure they know what they're doing. I let them go. Even if it's wrong, and I know it's wrong, you just have to let people make those mistakes themselves. That type of personality that's sure they got it, they need to just do it wrong. <laughs> and that's hard to sit back and, and let people do that. However, it is the only way for that type of personality to learn the right way. And it's fine. I will, I will let it happen. And then we talk about the correct way to do things, the why we follow the procedure, the why behind things, and then we move forward. That doesn't work with the person that comes in with no confidence. I don't like to let them do that. <laughs> um, so you really just, I mean, you can tell right away. And, and, then, and then there's most people in the middle. <laughs> and, but you just, people reveal how they are pretty quick. So you just kind of have to adjust to that. Sure. Which one of those types do you find more challenging to train? The the person who walks in zero confidence or the person who walks in so overconfident that you got to let them fail, like you said? I really struggle with the lack of confidence and that's Enneagram 9, the empathy. I feel I feel bad that people don't believe in themselves and I try to, again, over and over, you would not be here if you shouldn't be here. And that's really, really hard for me personally to see people struggle like that. And I know that's not just in the training room. That's life for them. And that I really, really struggle with. The overconfidence gets shakes itself out pretty quick. But that, that lack of confidence I, I struggle with. I wish I could fix it for people. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's tougher for me. I believe it. And maybe maybe Enneagram 9 being in the position that you're in is exactly where those people need you to be to to show how much value they bring and and how important they are to an organization. I think my personality is made for training. And I have tried other things within the organization and I always come back because you're good at your job does not mean you're a good trainer. And I can tell you that about people, people will tell you that about themselves. And that, that's fine. Not everybody needs to train, but we are very intentionally pick our trainers and that is their personality type. They have the patience and like I said, the empathy, the, the drive, the ability to, to pivot your plan. That, that's your personality and that is not everyone. <laughs> so yeah, I think I know that's my personality is, is the training world. <laughs> well, and that's the next question that I actually have for you is how do you train a trainer to work with different personality types. Um, Yeah, and I think self-awareness is going to keep coming up, but they need to know themselves first, and they need to make sure that that's something they they want to do and are capable of doing. And then you just need to learn to not take things personally anymore and be able to adjust. And it's just their personality type. It is not you as a trainer. If you guys aren't vibing, you need to adjust and and make this work for them. so I, I think trainers knowing their personality first <laughs> is key. And then, um, yeah, just realizing that if you're saying something and they're not getting it, it's not personal. Or if they come in and they uh, have no confidence and think you're never going to be able to teach them, that's not personal either. Just that's them and our job is to teach them. So as a trainer, you know, you spend a, a certain amount of time with an employee and then that employee is 
say given off to a manager, <laughs> yeah. but but that employee's on their own and now now there's a manager, a new person coming in that is helping them along the way. How do you work with managers to sort of explain personality type or say, hey, this person needs this? How does that go? It's just all about open communication. It's something we really focus on with our training group. When I am passing off the, my new UB to a branch, I make sure their manager knows everything we learned, what they saw in training. So the manager doesn't expect them to do something they're not trained on either. And they just know you know what we've been up to, what they've seen and everything like that. So that just very nuts and bolts piece of communication is super important to us. And if there is a personality strength or weakness, I guess, that I see, I do let them know. You're going to have to sit with this person for a few more weeks. They're, they don't feel ready yet. They're ready, but they don't feel like it. And we don't want to leave anyone feeling like they're um, stranded on their own. Um, so you're going to have to sit with them the, the next couple of weeks. That's just how it is. So it's all about communicating that. I don't leave that up for the manager to figure out on their own when I already know the answer. <laughs> um, so it's just about that communication. And then it's up to the manager at that point to recognize their different personality types on their team and how they want to navigate that. Cause everybody can, can get along and work together if you, if you facilitate that. So I just like to let them know up front ahead of time, this is what you're dealing with. So don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> no surprises, open right. communication. Yes. It's so key. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Carrie, here is where we get a little inspirational. For our listeners, as you know, Horicon Bank is the natural choice for banking. And that's not just a tagline. It is a commitment to being environmentally friendly, supporting environmental causes. So in that spirit, I am going to give you an interesting animal fact. And I'd like you to turn it into a piece of inspirational advice for our listeners. I'm so ready. For okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Animals with smaller bodies and faster metabolism, such as flies, chipmunks, and squirrels, C in slow motion. Whoa. Well, what I would say is if you're not one of those smaller creatures with a fast metabolism, never fear because you're seeing things in actual time. And that's important. <laughs> you don't want to see things in slow motion. We want to see real life. And, and you know, if you if you really speed up that metabolism too much, everything's going to slow down for you. And, and we want to keep moving forward and fast. So don't worry if you're, if you're not one of those creatures. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so inspirational. Oh my gosh. You don't have to be a chipmunk. No. That's what you're saying. You no. can be a black bear. You sure can. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. So lean on your strengths. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I like that. <laughs> Before we end the show, Carrie, I want to wrap up with a piece of actionable advice for our listeners. So two pieces to this. What is one takeaway that you would like our listeners to have after, after hearing our podcast today? And then what is one piece of advice that they can put into action right away? So what's one takeaway that you want them to have? I would like everyone to take away that we're all different. Personalities vary widely. Um, especially working with adults. Not only are we all different, we've all had different past experiences and, and life before we met each other. So just accept people as they are <laughs> and understand that we're all different. And then what's one thing that our listeners can put into action right away? It's the word of the day, Grace. Self-awareness. Know what's going on in your with you and know what you're putting out in the world and putting out to those around you. 
um, and then encourage others to do the same. I think I'd go do that today <laughs> if you have not already. I like that. That's something that that you can start immediately. Yep. Well, thank you, Carrie. I appreciate your time today. This was really helpful. And I hope our listeners can take those pieces of advice and the stories that you've been able to tell and and take it back to their business, take it back to their training programs and really help their employees. Thanks, Grace. Thanks for tuning in. To stay in the loop on all things banking on business related, visit horaconbank.com slash banking on business and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.